Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to I Am Refocused Radio with your host, Shamaya Reed. This show is designed to inspire you to live your purpose and regain your focus. And now, here's your host, Shamaya Reed. Hey, welcome to Iron Refocus Radio. We are here once again, and today we have an awesome show lined up for y'all. Today we're going to talk to amazing business woman, Corey Fisk. She has an amazing background, entrepreneurship. She's into construction management online and she has a website uh, construction management online.com and today we're going to talk to Corey about what she does as a construction manager with over 18 years of experience in the industry she will share her insights on why construction management is a great career choice she also teaches as a college professor and has used her knowledge to help students develop their skills and achieve their goals as well so we're going to learn a little bit about her story today. And without further ado, I want to welcome Corey to the show and say, how are you doing? Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Appreciate your time. And I know I skipped some uh, few details in your bio, but if you can tell the audience a little bit about what got you interested in your career choice and how you got to where you are. Yes. Well, I appreciate that. And thank you again so much for having me on your show. I feel that it has a huge purpose and is an excellent way for people to be able to build confidence in their ability to achieve their dreams. But my dream started off just a little girl and her horse. I love my horses and I had always dreamed about going to the NFR and going, uh, being a professional barrel racer. And so Ever since I was little, my focus was horses. And when I got into uh, college and recognized the importance of money associated with the cost of horses, I knew that it, I needed to find a job that was going to be able to support my habit. And so I went to Texas A&M University and I got a degree in animal science when I graduated and found out that... Uh, my student loan debt was more than the annual salary that I would be making at my dream job. I went back to work that I had been doing every summer, and that was a construction laborer. My dad was an owner-operator, and he was on a 140G blade, and I used to run guineas for him in the summer. 
And that job just extended into laboring on a rock crusher, um, being a flag girl, uh, operating equipment on a couple of other uh, summer jobs. And it never really appealed to me, uh, mostly mentally. I, I had never really seen it as an opportunity. There, I, there were not a lot of women role models in those job positions, but I didn't hate it. Um, I actually loved the physical work and the um, the endorphins getting going. And your day went very fast when you're working hard with your head down. And uh, But when I came back from college and I went to pay off my student loans, I thought, well, if I work Back in construction for two years, I could pay off my student loans, and then I would be able to go work in the agricultural industry. But I fell in love with it. And so while I was out there, I had a Texas A&M alumni who was a senior project manager, heard that I had a degree and I was working as a laborer. And so he offered me an opportunity to work in the office. And so I shadowed him and mentored him through the rest of the project, which was about a year and a half. And um, as each project would start coming to a close, I would pick up where the senior project manager would be running the project and I would close out their project for them. And then some health issues hit him at the very end, which meant that I had to basically run and close the entire project, a $250 million prison project, and I was 24 years old. I had no formal construction experience. I didn't formally know how to read drawings or use specifications or anything. And so um, the point to that is understanding, and, and now as I see it as an older person reflecting back on my life, is that it really is life mastery skills that we're using all the time. Things that we're always doing on a daily basis. We're scheduling play days, doctor's appointments. We're budgeting and managing our checkbook. Taking these and aligning them over with construction and construction terminology and even a $250 million project can be broken into a million different pieces that make it small and uh, palatable for you to be able to work in that type of a scenario. So I did that and I've loved it ever since. Um, I have now work as a private consultant because I've been teaching in construction management technology for about 18 years and building construction management online, which is technical construction concepts woven into behavior comprehension and soft skill development. And hopefully what I've been able to produce is what I believe the first step in moving forward in truly what is a well-balanced work situation, where even as men who've commonly dominated the construction industry can recognize the importance and the release of chronic illness by focusing on their mental health and well-being while also being in a very high-stress, high-anxiety job that demands a lot of schedule deadlines and budget requirements. And, um, and then also, of course, introduce the flexibility and multitasking organization skills and communication skills and nurturing skills of women to be introduced into the construction industry. With your 18 years of experience in the industry and as a certified construction manager, you're also a member of the American Society of Construction Engineers. 
Uh, tell us a little bit about that and what did it take for you to become a member? So um, actually that's um, not 100% correct. Uh, I'm not a certified construction manager. I am a class A general engineering contractor. And so that is a licensure that we go through here in the state of California, where I'm able to work as a general contractor for civil projects, anything that is horizontal. So um, sewers, water, uh, any electrical infrastructure that we would be putting in any grading and um, anything of that like. Um, as a construction manager, you do not have to have a certification. Again, my degree is in animal science, and that is technically the only thing that I have on my resume that, um, with the exception of the, my Class A general engineering contractor's license, that leads anyone to believe that I have the license, uh, licensing or, or degree in order to be able to do what I do. It really is about experience and your industry knowledge and being able to really pay attention and understand that every moment that you're out on a job site is a moment for learning. And, you know, often, and even in the construction industry where we have some type A personalities and we have a lot of really strong people, which is required in order for us to be able to get this kind of work done, it's very important for us to always understand that we can always learn more from anyone even if it's learning that we don't like that or that we don't want to do that. So going into it with the mind of a forever student and being appreciative and being quiet and listening to elders and those who have the work experience and who have been out there with the College of Hard Knocks, um, very important for us to listen and learn from them and then apply it to our own personal toolbox and bring uniqueness to it that fits our style or our skill sets. Once again, listen to Refocus Radio talking to our guest, Corey Fisk. And when you decided to create construction management online, what prompted you to, to start it and what's your core mission? Um. Well, really, I've always felt that my students weren't 100% prepared when they've left the college classroom. We're restricted to specific um, outlines that we need to teach in the classroom in order to be able to get all of the information uh, across that we're required to in that particular um, classroom situation. And when COVID hit, um, our college put in a policy that required vaccination, and I that was not a choice of mine at the time. And so it made it very clear that I was going to be terminated from my position. And so I didn't want to build anything that might conflict with the opportunity of me being able to keep my job. And so by building construction management online, I was able to focus on an area that the construction industry has always been highly concerned about, and that is soft skills. Um, I, I really want to preface that 
there are moments when our superintendents and contractors can be a little rough around the edges, but I just don't think that people really understand the amount of stress that they're under in order to get these projects done. And so this um, concept of soft skills, I wanted to be able to dive deeper into it in order to be able to help people be successful in their communication and be successful in traversing additional opportunities of promotion within construction. There's often a a canyon between those that work on the job site and those who are in management. And trying to to get over that or build a bridge across to that promotion opportunity in the management office is difficult, yet it's really hard to think about working as a laborer or a carpenter or even a scraper operator for the rest of your life in construction. So if there were a a better opportunity of being able to see, being able to move into a management position after working all those long, hard hours and and putting your body through all of that, then that's what I wanted to be able to do is to make that easier transition for those people that are, have the work experience, but maybe just want to change the perspective of the type of work that they're performing in the construction industry. And with you working on many different types of projects, can you explain some of the different uh, roles that you had to uh, fulfill when working on these projects? And what some of the different paths that someone listening can pick from as far as being the construction business? Yeah, and this is what is so absolutely beautiful about the construction industry. It literally, you can walk into any position in the construction industry looking at the current life mastery skills that you have obtained. And so, I'll, you know, we need marketing people, we need branding people, we need accountants, we need those that are really good at coordination, we need those that are looking for um, safety and quality and, and quality control. The way that I did it, um, and I was so incredibly fortunate because I, I truly have had a taste of almost absolutely every corner of the construction industry, moving from a flag girl laborer all the way up to an equipment operator, being a facility director for um, a large school district, being a facility director for a large casino project. So I was able to work government projects, tribal projects commercial, industrial. I've worked on a gas station. I've worked in prisons. I've worked in schools. I've done uh, RV resorts. And so there's been all kinds of amazing opportunities. And concurrently to all of that, the last 18 years, I also have been a teacher. And I wouldn't say that it was my first choice. I went through a difficult time in my life when um, I went through a divorce And I had two small children and I needed to be available for those boys when they were off on summers and when they had holidays or vacations. And being a teacher really opened up the opportunity for me to to entrepreneurial and be a private consultant, but then also be able to have a stable job with benefits um, being a teacher. 
Um, at first, it was just the same as the same challenges that I met out on the job site where I have gentlemen constantly challenging me when they first meet me in order to see what I really do know or if I do know enough. And it, same thing happened in the classroom. But as a teacher, I didn't recognize that I'm really just a facilitator of information. I don't have to know everything. But it, but in my first early years, I felt that I was supposed to. And so there was a lot of conflict and, and uh, toes to the line on that particular situation. Now, I absolutely love my job as a teacher knowing and understanding that I have such a diverse background and such a um, different opportunities in different areas of construction that the industry knowledge that I've been able to gain provides me an opportunity to um, really touch every aspect of the construction industry and be able to share those experiences with my students so that they can have a better idea of the direction that they want to go. And then I just always encourage, once you find somebody who's doing what you want to be doing the rest of your life so that you can passionately and purposefully love your job, to find a mentor that is doing exactly that. And really, people are much more willing to talk to you about the project or the job that they love than you might think. And so not to be afraid to ask. I mean, all they can do is say no, but just ask if they would mind sharing some of their pathway travels and what it would take. But I encourage everyone always, we get stuck on this, how do I do what I want to do, instead of just recognizing what is it that I want to do with my life. And if we look at that, and, and we do that in construction management online, we build a destination map for each of our students, and we open up the, the idea of what a master plan vision is. And then we do a back pass, and we build broad areas or categories called phases that kind of break down what we're going to be moving towards. And then in each phase, we build a milestones and goal setting in order to be able to start moving towards our achievement, knowing that just like any construction project contract, things are going to change and things are going to move, but we still have a broad outline foundation to be able to work from. And we use that baseline in order to be able to promote opportunities for ourselves and open up um, opportunities around us to be able to stay focused on that. And with your programs and training, you, you have accredited courses and non-accredited course. Can you kind of share with that with the audience a little bit about that? And if someone was thinking about a career change or starting the first step into exploring this industry, would you recommend that they check out your free resources on your website prior to perhaps trying to get on a job site? Yes. No, I appreciate that. We do have one free resource that's called, Are You Built to Be a Construction Manager? And it is an intensive uh, free course that allows you to kind of experience everything there is to know about being a construction manager, but it also introduces you to the core team that would be on a construction site so that maybe if being a construction manager isn't right for you, at least you have a couple other pathways that you can look at. But 
what we do is, you know, this is a big program and I'm, I'm really writing it basically by myself and putting it all together. I have been for, like I said, about three and a half years. And so the accreditation process is a little bit of a slow process. And so the focus has been putting out the personal growth courses that concurrently are going through accreditation. Um, what accreditation does is it provides an accredited certification. Uh, our personal growth programs also provide a self-certification that you can put on your resume and that your employers can research um, any of our coursework or our curriculum and see that we are a very solid personal growth program. I actually had this conversation with a young lady yesterday because she was debating moving from her current job position as a respiratory nurse into construction management. And she said, I just uh, I just don't know whether or not I want to get a degree. I have a contractor's license. We've been flipping and remodeling homes. And my answer to that is, you know, the the certifications and the degrees are for the employer. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They are a filtering mechanism that provides the employer an opportunity to know that you've been vetted before you get into their uh, workforce. And we, we do know that we have a lot of extremely qualified people who don't have degrees, who have a lot of work experience, who might just need a little bit of personal growth coursework to kind of help mold them and, and provide some um, flexibility to their brain and the way that their brain's thinking just because they've been working on the job site this whole time and now want to move into a management position. So there is some education that we need to do for our employers in order for them to open up opportunities for people who may not have certifications or degrees. Um, the accredited programs, of course, are almost double in cost. And so uh, that's another reason why I felt really uh, driven to do more of the personal growth programs. The personal growth programs also give people the opportunity to be able to pick and choose coursework that they feel best suits them and works with their unique skill sets that they already have in place. So what we do with construction management online is we start with the introductory package. And that introductory package has four courses that everyone takes before they choose a pathway. And those four courses um, teach us a little bit about um, current technologies that we can use to help us in being able to generate daily reports, meeting minutes, uh, correspondence. Uh, it teaches us how to do specific research. Um, it identifies uh, some of the common systems and processes that we use in the construction industry. 
And then we also go into deep, a little bit deeper about what it is to be a construction manager and moving down that pathway. And then we meet individually with, with each student and we build a blueprint with a destination map that, again, identifies your skill sets, where you So it's easy, it flows from you, and it also would identify areas where you're not so strong, but those are areas that are still probably pretty important in order to be able to be a construction manager. And so you would then identify a path that would support you in learning those specific skills that you're a little bit weak in. And so once they complete that introductory portion, then we have four pathways to choose from. One is uh, construction, and that's going to be more for superintendents and foremen that are moving up the ladder on the job site. Then we have construction management pathway. And then we have a construction administration pathway. A lot of times, a lot of us get into construction by accident. And so we may not have any formal education and being able to have this pathway helps us understand what we're learning while we're doing the work. So for instance, if uh, a temp agency hires somebody to come in and handle phones or filing and and, uh, type up correspondence, then as they're doing the work, they can actually be reading it, understanding where it's going to go. Because when you have that comprehension of how it's being done and where it's going to go, then you're able to approach it differently and it resonates deeper within you, which allows you to be able to hold on to the memory of that learning for a much longer period of time, providing you a deeper foundation for the rest of your learning in the program. And then the last path that we have is construction leadership. And I use uh, this pathway mostly for mid to small companies who don't have the resources to be able to have training programs within their companies. And some of those companies even choose to purchase my entire program outright. And then we put their company branding and everything on the education. And then they're able to um, have independent study with their employees and go through this coursework with their employees. We do talk about. Um, DEI and uh, gender and identity and those types of issues, but it is from a little bit of a different perspective, just in recognizing that each of us is accountable for ourselves and that we should stop having these conversations of trying to um, cut other people off or not allow other people to be able to speak in a in a safe place where people can have a discussion instead of cutting people off and believing that there's only one side of uh, one viewpoint allowed. And so by taking personal responsibility and understanding we can only change what we are in control of and having openness and appreciation of trying to at least hear or learn what other people's perspectives are or what their experiences are allows us to be able to understand that when I'm in a room of people, I'm not really concerned about the percentage of who's in that room. I'm worried about the competency of who's in that room because when we're on a construction job site, we are concerned with the safety of all of our workers and making sure that everyone that's on that job site is capable of being able to perform the job that they've been assigned. So that's the program. 
Listen on Refocus Radio, talking to our guest today, Corey Fisk, and you can go to her website. It's constructionmanagementonline.com. Now, to bring this home for the young people out there, how young is too young to start thinking about this career path? And would you recommend that they get a job temporarily or internship or some kind of mentorship? before they, you know, launch into thinking about getting to your your different programs. And the reason why I ask is because maybe someone's listening and like, you know what? I want to start this, but am I too young? Yeah, no, this is a great question. And it, they're right. We're never too young to learn, right? So I'm definitely going to put that out there. But we need to know that there's going to be hard things that we have to do in life. You can't just, there's no skipping experience. There's no shortcut to becoming a construction manager. You have to understand the processes, the order of precedence of work, the systems that we have in the construction industry in order to be able to manage other people. It is also really good to be able to experience the physical challenges and struggles that go on on a job site so that when you are managing and have oversight over those individuals that you now have an appreciation of what they go through on a 120 degree day or if uh, they're digging in rock or whatever they're having to deal with, um, it helps you really understand how to be a good leader and how to lead with empathy. And so, you know, here in California anyway, they, they, in my opinion, really hurt uh, our students when they took out a lot of the vocational education in high school because it was an opportunity for them to experiment and to test which direction they want to go. Not just for construction management, but for culinary, for um, auto, for welding. It gave students an opportunity as an inexpensive way to kind of find themselves and determine where they their skill sets were and where they were best going to be suited in this world. Now they're having to do that at the community college level. And what's happened at the community college level is they've been told, you have to pick a direction before you can come into school because we need to know that before we can provide you with your student loans or your payments or what have you. And so they're forced into this um, square peg with a hole to find a a direction to go. And they're usually a semester or semester a half into that before they decide whether or not that's really what they want to be doing. So I always encourage students to make sure that you do an internship, regardless of what industry you're in. Make sure that it's really something that you want to do, even if it's just shadowing somebody for a day or shadowing somebody for a week, understand what goes into it and then um, really going in it with eyes wide open. And finding a mentor is extremely important no matter what age you are. I, I don't care if you're 40 years old, there's somebody older than you that's further along than you. It's still an opportunity for you to be able to grow. And so those that are younger looking into construction management, um, per, usually if, if you are 
going into it from that pathway, it will be a college pathway because you don't have enough on-site hands-on experience to be able to make that transition into construction management without having uh, any of those um, years of College of Hard Knocks out in the trench, knowing and understanding how construction works. But um, it's the most amazing job you could ever imagine. It pays really well. Um, it pays really well when your kids are sitting in the back seat and you're driving by an old uh, project and they say, Mom, isn't that the house that you built for the tribe? And I'm like, yeah, honey, that is. Or isn't that the hospital that you worked on? So those are, I, I know we all have those stories, those of us that are in construction, and it feels really good to be able to leave that kind of legacy. And so I I definitely think that it was a blessing that I was able to find my way into this industry. My mom is a teacher. My dad is a construction worker. So I ended up being a construction teacher. So um, it's been an amazing ride. And I think that anyone who is debating it or um, wants to look into it further, definitely reach out to me and set up a 15 or 30 minute consultation. And I would be more than happy just to talk to you about how much I love construction. And last question for you, for those who do have that more experience on site, hands-on construction jobs, was the general realistic uh, transition period time that they can expect to have after going through your programs? What do you believe uh, estimate will be a typical uh, successful candidate, someone who goes from on-job experiences and they're transitioning into that office management career? Yeah, most of the students who I support and that I am working with, they're actually in the job right now. And we together work concurrently moving them into a position where they feel confident in being able to go into a management position. And so the thing that I personally love about the program that I've created is that there is no end point. Um, it is a forever student. So you're constantly learning and there's always something to learn, whether it's a specific task that we perform in the industry or if it's um, estimating or scheduling or um, learning how to put a submittal together or writing an RFI or putting together correspondence. All of these things are, are things that we don't have to learn all of it before we become a manager. These are things that we can be learning as we're going along and then using myself or any of the coaches that we have as a backboard in order to be able to help you through those situations where you're on a job site and there's a guy in your trailer yelling at the top of his lungs because he doesn't like something that happened out on the job site. And for you to be able to give us a call and be able to say, okay, here's the situation. Here's what we need to be able to do. You know, take a deep breath, ask them to calm down so that they can relay the information to you and that you can review it, look at it, and then get back with them and identify the next steps that we need to take. And so 
it's a lot easier than that person trying to go find a superintendent and, you know, shadow a superintendent and keep asking a superintendent questions while the superintendent's trying to do his job. And so this is how we're able to support small and mid-sized companies and being able to bring on less experienced workforce personnel so that we can help mentor and be the support system in their workforce while they're trying to go through and manage these jobs. But, you know, if you were in a community college, your certificate is going to take two to two and a half years for you to complete. Um, A university degree is going to be four and a half, maybe five years to be able to complete. And these programs um, that we provide are significantly less expensive. And then we also have individual memberships that allow monthly memberships um, that release two courses a month for people to be able to um, continue growing in their education for personal growth. And for someone like yourself, who's been through this whole process, I mean, sounds like you've been through it all. So... I mean, from intense moments on the site and man- managing a crisis, maybe a crisis that might pop up on your plate was some of the things that allowed you to get through those tough uh, situations. So that way you uh, stay focused on completing the project as professional as possible. That's a great question. And all I can say is there was a lot of crying. (laughs) And I don't know if it happens the same with men. I seriously doubt it. But uh, definitely locking myself in the trailer and having a good cry and uh, feeling the heat rise in my chest and my neck as the anger is just uh, completely overwhelming at times. I would say that uh, for those first 20 years, it was the experience of, first off, my dad was 6'4", 285 pounds of steel. So growing up, I had already been faced with uh, a pretty challenging testosterone male to deal with. And um, it prepped me for being able to be a strong woman in this industry. Uh, there's been times that I've stood toe-to-toe with any man that's out on a job site, and I can hold my own with the best of them, but honestly, it doesn't feel good when you walk away, because it never feels good to have that kind of conflict, but I didn't know any other way, and so I gratefully have learned how to take emotion out of this situation and review the experience for what it really is and be able to analyze and critically think about that experience and the perspective that I'm looking at it and give maybe a moment of understanding of why the other person is viewing it the way that they are. It allows a little bit of a breather that lets you... um, not let emotion take over the situation. And so I've, uh, in my maturity of years, I have been able to assess that much better. And I feel that it's helped me enjoy my job much more because it has released the amount of stress that I have to um, be in. But there's stressful moments. And my, my personal fight against stressful moments is just making sure that 
I personally have my shit together. So I'm telling you, documentation is my best attribute. And there's not a contractor that's going to beat me on a point that I'm going to push forward because I know that I've done the research I need to do to have the documentation and backing of the situation. And so it's... um, it's going to happen on any job site, and it is a hard situation to be in. And this is also one of the reasons why I personally feel that, you know, this push to bring more women into construction, it it's important, but it's not being sold the right way. And I certainly don't want a lot of women all diving into the construction industry without being educated and recognizing that it is a hard industry and you need to be ready for it, or you may be spending a lot of time in an area of education that you're going to end up having to switch your path later on because it's just not suited to you. So always just make sure that you have, again, internships and have experienced it and understand that um, it can be really hard. But again, we have to do hard things in order to be able to enjoy the rewards. And I think it's one of the most rewarding industries that you could possibly be in. And I mean, you look around right now in the United States, there's construction literally everywhere. So I don't think it's ever going away. So with that note, I want to say uh, thanks to Corey Fisk for being on the show today. You can go visit her website. She's the founder of Construction Management Online, uh, the program design created by her. You can go to the website constructionmanagementonline.com. And for those listening who are familiar with this industry, what's a call to action that you want them to make? Um, I would love for them to go to the website and uh, set an appointment to have a discussion of what they've been thinking about possibly doing and just not knowing the next step or wanting to have some mentorship in identifying what that might look like for them. And then, of course, we do have a number of free resources. We have uh, our blueprint um, opportunity. We have our... um, Are You Built to Be a Construction Manager course? And then we also have our memberships, which we have a mastermind mentor membership for those in construction that are thinking about retiring, but still want to keep their finger in the pot and be able to give their knowledge expertise to those entering the workforce. And then we have what's called a skill builder membership, which is two courses a month released uh, for individuals wanting to learn specific tasks that we do in the construction industry so that they can have some guidance on how to be able to get that work done. Well, there you go. We've been talking about construction, uh, soft skills, mentorship, management. So if you're ready for this education, if this is an industry that piques your interest and this is something that you are eager to learn more about, go to her website, constructionmanagementonline.com and take that action today. I want to say again to Corey Fist, thank you for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you.